Welcome to the Rocky Retirement Show. I'm your host, Kathy Klein, and today I have a co-host with me, my husband, Les. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we are going to talk about our experiences with trusted house sitters. Now, before we get into it, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Medicare Quick Step-by-Step Guide to Signing Up for Medicare. If you are new to Medicare or you know someone who is, this is a great little guide that walks you step-by-step on everything that you need to sign up for Medicare. And best of all, it's absolutely free. You don't even have to give your email address. Just head over to medicarequick.com slash checklist and you can download it for free. Best of all, I help people with their Medicare insurance. So if you would like to work with me when you are done with the checklist or during the checklist, just use the form to find my contact information through my Medicare business and you can find me there. Okay, enough of the commercial. So let's start talking about trusted house sitters. This is the service that we talked about on previous episode. And I thought it was so cool. I actually signed up for the service and I've done both ends. I've been a house sitter and we used the house sitting service. So before I bring Les on, I'm going to tell you about my experience as a house sitter. I learned a lot and I've learned some things actually not to do. (laughs) Yes, you did. Yeah. Les kind of knew about this, although I was house sitting. He came and visited me. And so let's back up. I found this this nice couple, and the couple was very, very nice. They're not too far from me. I wanted to get some experience on the trustedhousesitters.com site because of the fact that I would like to go travel outside of the U.S. I'd like to go to Australia. I'd like to go to Spain. And I'd like to do it basically for free Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's the kind of gal I am. Right, right. And right, I'm cheap. So let's just say frugal. So I want to get up some, you know, I want to get some uh, experience so that I can, you know, so that people will hire us, right? Because they don't know who we are. They they don't listen to the show. And by the way, I don't advertise the fact that I am me on the Trusted House Sitter site anyway. So my very first experience I said yes to a couple that they kind of needed it in a hurry. And I don't remember if their normal house sitters fell through or whatever it was, but it was something that they needed in a hurry. So I I talked with him and said, yeah, I'll do it. They lived on the beach and I thought it might be a fun way for me to get a bunch of work done. Um, So I was calling it a workcation. I wasn't planning on doing a lot of beachy kind of things. I was planning on getting some work done while I was there. And so they had two dogs. I've been calling them 70 pound dogs, but in actuality, I think these dogs were probably 90 pounds, 95 pounds. They're pretty heavy. They're big dogs. Yeah. And it was an 800 square foot condo, uh, very close to the beach. And I thought, okay, no, no worries. I've had a big dog before. Never had two big dogs. And my first sort of... I don't know. I should have realized that there was going to be a problem when I first met the dog and the dogs jumped on me as soon as the owner opened the door. So that should have told me that they weren't very well behaved. Sure. 
<laughs> you know, I can usually handle myself when a dog jumps on me. But then the owner told me that I needed to make sure that when I left the house, that I shut all of the doors because the dogs like to chew up their pillows. Which, that was my second red flag. Right, right, what a flag. (laughs) So the first day, um, it was fine. And, you know, I spent the night there and had a good night. And then the second night, Les took me out to dinner. Mm -hmm. So you drove, it was probably about 45 minutes from our house. Right, right. He drove and we decided to walk because... The the place where the where the home was was very walkable. It's a great yeah, location, and, but it was also hard to park. So yeah, hard to park. So it's easier to walk because it's a beach town. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find parking. Mm-hmm. So we walked. Now I looked at my watch or my phone because I don't really carry a watch, and we were gone for a total of one hour and fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. Yes, and it was the second night. So do you want to tell him what happened, Les? Well, we came into the the house and there were these little pieces of white pieces of something or other on the floor, and uh, all over the floor. And yes, it was, it was a pretty big mess. And when I uh, figured out what it was, it turns out that they ate the the remote control for the fan, the ceiling fan, the ceiling fan. Yeah. Now you have to understand that the houses by the beach in San Diego don't have air conditioning. Right. And so I didn't have a fan. That's right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, the whole time I was there, I had yeah, no because fan. They, they, unlike a lot of the fans, they had no switch on the wall for it. I had no air conditioning and no fan the whole, the whole rest of the time I was there. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Good yeah, point. I didn't even talk to you about that because I didn't want to be a complainer. But they also they they didn't stop at the remote control. Right? <laughs> they ate some other things too. Oh man, magazines and some other things that were in there. Oh, and it was so stressful because I felt like I couldn't leave. Right, right. You know, and and the owners had told me how great it was. I could use their bikes. I could use their whatever. I could go to the beach. I could do this. I could do that. Well. The good news is I wasn't there to vacation. I was there to work. But it taught me a lot. And it taught me that, number one, if I go out of the country, either I'm not doing big dogs. Or no horses. <laughs> a horse isn't going to eat a remote control. That's true. That's a goat true. would. Yeah. Or I'm going to require that they be kennel trained, you know, because yeah, our whatever. dogs are kennel trained. I I don't think someone of your size should should try to handle two dogs of that size. You know that's true, but um, I have to tell you. After we discovered the mess, we took the dogs for a walk, and I took one, and Kathy took the other. Even for me, it was a struggle with that dog. They were, and we the owners had given us um, shock collars. Yep. To give them just a little bit of a correction, but that did nothing. Nope. I, I didn't even wind up using That's them. That's right. That's right. And I'm not against aversion training. I do think that the other type of training is better where you give rewards for good behavior. And I did work with the dogs during that weekend. But the dogs, the dogs basically needed discipline. They needed training. 
Yeah, and they were acting out, obviously. There's well, a dog's always going to act out when, when their owner is gone, right? Right, right. A little bit. So little that's stressed, you know. Yeah, you know, even though they're at home. And they were good dogs. I yeah, mean, they were great dogs, happy dogs. Yeah. But I did feel like I couldn't go. But let me tell you, I am going to be more, um, ask more questions before I agree to house sit for a big dog. Yeah. Even a little dog can destroy the house. Yes, of course. Yeah. But I would recommend. So, so you'll house it for lizards and cats <laughs> and uh, what else? Birds. Birds, yeah. Um, Small birds. <laughs> I can handle cockatoos and yeah. parrots and stuff. Um, but, but, you know, I'm just going to be more, I'm going to ask more questions about the dog's behavior. If I house sit for dogs. Now, the second house sitting, I I sat for the same people for my second and third house sitting experience, and it was for a cat. And it was in a lovely home. I was very happy. If you're part of the Facebook group, I did post a live video in there. And that was... It was a beautiful house in a beautiful area. And it was very relaxing mm-hmm. and very... It was perfect. It was perfect. The only little glitch that I had was one one of the nights I fell asleep on the couch and Les was not there with me. You know, Les was staying home with our dogs. And there was some kind of a helicopter, there was a helicopter chasing some kind of criminal in the area. And all the windows were open because, again, it was by the beach and there's mm-hmm. no, you know, they, they don't run their air. This house had air conditioning, but... The, the owner, old house and the air conditioning wasn't that great. Well, and I also didn't feel comfortable just running up their electric bill, mm-hmm. you know, because it was obvious that they usually don't run it. Right, that's true. And they they said if you leave the house, turn turn it off if you're using it. Right. So um, I, you know, all of a sudden I felt vulnerable being there by myself in the house with the wind. You know, and I went and shut all the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only that was the only thing. But the Home was lovely. The cat was lovely. The people were lovely, and the people were nice in the other house too. But it was yeah. it was a lot more stressful. So in the future, we'll probably limit the animals to a certain size. Right. <laughs> and by the way, picking up that dog poop with my small hands was not easy yeah, either no with the giant dogs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So enough about me house sitting. What about our house sitting experience when we went on vacation for a week. It was nice. I mean, it was good. Well, it let's out first. Really well. But tell them how you were nervous about it at first. Well, I obviously I don't like people that I don't know coming into the house. I mean, it's just one of those things. You just strangers coming into your house, and so uh, so I was nervous about that, even though the people have been vetted and everything. And we talked to them. We, yeah, we did we a Skype. Them, yeah. We did a Skype call before, yeah. so we got to see what they looked Seemed like. Like, like nice people and everything. So, but I was still nervous about it. But once they got here, so so here's what happened. She got here first, and she stayed what two two or three days with us first. Almost three days. Yeah. Two days, yeah. So originally, the reason why we had her come so early is we were planning on going to Spain. We mm. had tickets to go to Spain. And then when we changed our trip, it, you know, she'd already bought her tickets, so we went ahead and kept it as is. Well, yeah, but it was always going to be that. Two but, days before? 
Yeah, that she was going to come, and then then her friend was going to come later. Right, and so that's what happened. So she came two days before, and then he came the day of or the day before. Day before, because we we arranged it that way because well, I didn't want the stranger staying in the house and I not having even the chance to to meet them to meet them. Well, she had actually suggested it too because we were going overseas and she wanted to make sure that like if something happened, the trip got changed. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if they were both coming, we would have left in less than two days anyway. Right. Well, he had a he had a trip that was already yeah. scheduled and so that's why he couldn't come at the same time. Right. But she was lovely. She was very nice. Yes, and I felt so comfortable with her with our dogs she took they both took very good care of the the dogs even though they presented themselves as being very concerned about the the dogs and everything i i was skeptical i'll have to admit <laughs> but it turns out that my skepticism was not justified i think people in the united states are naturally more wary than sure. people in europe and sure. this service was started in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I don't know. Is that considered Europe? Australia? No. No. No, it's not. But, but it's Over there. In, down, yeah. down under. Yeah. <laughs> Someplace other than the U.S. Right. And um, so, yeah, we, it was great. And the service costs $120 a year. Our dog sitting for that week would have been 350 bucks. Yep. So, basically, we saved 350 bucks. By hiring the house sitters instead of paying for a kennel. And it would have been more if we would have had somebody stay at our house that we would have paid for. Because that actually is more than the kennel. Right. You know, I think the going rate around here is about 65 or $70 a day. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. And I think we pay 50 or 55 to board the dogs. I mean, you get what you pay for. There, there are some that are less than that. But, but I don't know that you could trust them 100%, you know. Well, I have to tell you, I, I love trusted house sitters. And unlike I Wes, still always be skeptical, not skeptical, but concerned about wary. strangers. Wary, yeah. Well, uh, about strangers coming into the house. I mean, I'm going to feel that way no matter what. Well, the nice thing about our house is we can lock the master bedroom. And the we have a large enough house to where we have a guest room. And that's where the house sitters stayed. And that's where I told them they were staying. I said, you know, our bedroom's on the ground floor. That'll be locked while you're here. And you are welcome to use the rest of the house. There'll be two doors that are locked. One is our bedroom and the other is my office. And um, other than that, you've got the run of the house. You can eat our food. You can please do eat our food because, you know, the stuff's going to spoil while we're gone. Which they didn't eat our food. No. <laughs> I guess they didn't like our food. Yeah, probably didn't like it, yeah. But um but yeah, I thought it was I thought I'm I'm definitely gonna use it again. I, I felt a little bit funny about locking the rooms up, you know, because you you you're welcoming somebody into the house. And then locking them out. And then you lock them out of the particular rooms in the house and it just well, it felt a little funny about that. To me, and I told her this it's kind of for their own protection. And the reason why is, uh, less you'll agree to this, I am very forgetful. Yes, that's true. I'll put something down. I don't remember where it is. I'm constantly looking for things. And it's just natural human behavior that if somebody's in the house and I can't find something, where's my mind going to go? Yeah. 
And I don't want to accuse somebody of taking something or whatever when 99.9% of the chance they didn't. It's, yeah. I, I left it somewhere. So if I lock the, first of all, if I lock the door to my bedroom and everything's in there, I don't have to worry about accusing somebody of taking something that they didn't take. Right. So I really do feel that that's for their protection. And I told her that. Yeah. As far as the other door that's locked, that's required of me to lock it by law. So because it has my client files in there and yeah, I've got yeah, people's social security, you know, Medicare ID numbers and all that. Well, on the other side of that too, though, is I'm not particularly looking forward to having someone sleep in my bed. Right, exactly. <laughs> my well, parents, a- my parents, when we would have guests come to the house, would give their bed up, you know, mm-hmm. and they'd sleep in the on a cot or or on a sofa bed or something. Uh, that's not me, you know. So, mm-hmm. so on that score, I guess it makes good sense to close the master up. Yeah, but not everybody does that. I mean, when I did house sitting, both times I slept in the owner's bed. Now, when we had someone come and stay with us, they actually used both bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Both we have a guest room and then we have a spare room, and they used both of them, which is fine because um, he snores. And yeah. I, I do too. So, and when Les snores, I wake up, which is funny because I snore way louder than him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but she brought a bed and a bag. So yeah. she didn't even use our covers or anything. She, she brought her, I don't you know, you know what a bed in a bag is. You take them to hotels so you mm-hmm. don't sleep on their stuff. Yeah, right. So you could do that too if you felt funny. Like if we were staying at someone's house, we could buy one of those bed yeah, bags. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, I I just don't want to be taking care of a horse. That's that's all. Well, don't worry. I don't really know how to take care of horses yet. So yeah. I don't. That's not maybe me. a tiny horse. Oh, one of those miniature horses. Yeah, little tiny ones. It's, it's about the size of a dog. Those two foot high yeah, horses. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll take care of one of those. Those are awesome. Yeah. I love that those. Would, that would be cute, you know. Do you know that they've started using those two-foot-tall miniature horses as uh, seeing-eye horses? No, really, that's that's an interesting use. Yeah, I read an article, and if I can find it, I'll link to it. But basically, for a couple of reasons. Number one, the seeing-eye dogs, big dogs that they use for seeing-eye dogs, like German Shepherds and right. Labs, they don't live that long. That's true. You know, that's maybe... Seven to ten years. Ten, yeah, well, if they're lucky, maybe twelve years. But and it takes thousands of dollars to train these dogs. Yeah, and some people are afraid of dogs. Sure. In fact, the article that I read said that the reason why they trained this first miniature horse was because the scene, the the blind person was afraid of dogs. Hmm. And so, obviously, you can't give somebody who's afraid of dogs a seeing eye dog. Because there's a problem there. I, I wouldn't think, you know, dogs are, I think, a little smarter than a horse. I, I would think that's that not That's not what the article said. Really? The, the, well, it didn't say that, that horses were smarter than dogs because I don't think they are. But it said horses are easy to train and they live 20 years. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, and if you have a miniature horse, it's the same size as one of those big dogs. Now, I will take care of a pig. 
A pig? Not a hog, you know. Not a 300-pound no, hog? No, no, no. But a nice, you know, one of those uh, Vietnamese pigs. You know, they do get big, right? Yeah, but, you Just know, because they're cute when they're little doesn't mean that... I'd like little ones. Just a little one. Oh, a baby. You're only yeah, going to take care of a baby, baby pig. pig yeah. Have you ever taken care of a pig before? <laughs> no. But yet you're willing to yeah. take care of a pig. Like, will this be in France or or what if we get stuck? We can't go I'll anywhere because of the I'll take the pigs pig. out and they can look for truffles. <laughs> Is this chocolate truffles? <laughs> no, not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, so anyway, now we're just babbling. So basically the moral of the story is that we are going to use it again. Well, it's good to have an interaction with the people that are coming to your house before, before they come, you know, that helps. I do a Skype call or, you know, a FaceTime or something. Um, That helps. At least with Skype, they don't have your, your phone number, right? Yeah. Um, And then you can see their face. I like being able to see the face. Sure. We will probably only use the third level of trusted house sitters has three levels of security clearance basically, mm-hmm. and the first level is I don't know it's like they verify your phone number, or Facebook account, or something. It's yeah, not right, it's right. not really that. I wouldn't call that secure. Right. The second level is something similar. It's either your phone or your Facebook account, and then the third level is an actual background check. Now the background check doesn't cost the person who's house-sitting anything. I didn't have to pay anything extra. And so I don't understand why all of the house-sitters aren't at that third level. Well, who paid for it? The $120 that I gave to a trusted house-sitter, I'm sure that that was... Yeah. I don't think I paid anything. I'm pretty sure I didn't pay extra for that. I was surprised. Yeah. And so now I actually have more secure clearance than that. Uh, because of my because of my work, but I, I don't really say that on the on the uh, website. So anyway, if you're interested in trustedhousesitter.com, I do have a link which is an affiliate. It's kind of like an affiliate link. I will double check this. It will be in the show notes. But I, you know what? Even if it's not, I'll create a new one. It's it's rockyourretirement.com/slash/trustedhousesitters, and if you use that link. You'll get 20% off and I'll get a few months of membership added to my membership account. So head on over to the show notes. I'll have a link in there as well. And we thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Yes, thank you. And we hope that you can either travel for free or get free house sitting at your place as well. It's it's an awesome service. Or if you need it. Let us know. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, do it through yeah, the... If you have a pig or... We're not doing pigs, okay? So forget that. <laughs> okay. Cats, birds, small dogs. Small dogs. <laughs> maybe, One. maybe a lizard. And not... Tw- oh, I can do lizards. Yeah, for I sure. know you can. I, I, I don't Less can't. I, I could even do a snake as long as it's not poisonous. Yeah. I'm not afraid of these things. Yeah. I could I, probably I do even do... Them. I could probably even do uh, one of those big spiders. I could do a tarantula. tarantula. I could probably do a tarantula Tarantula too. Tarantula sitting, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, head on over to the show notes and let us know what you think about today's episode. And we'll see you next time. Rock Rock your retirement. retirement.
Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August, actually August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, Subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five-star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it. It's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, 
we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.